I have nothing to talk about. Go. <laughs> wow. Hey, w- welcome, welcome to Songs of the Stories podcast. Welcome to Songs of the Stories podcast. I have. I got nothing, nothing to that's talk about. Not, I got this, that, that can't be true. It never happened before. I guess that's it. We, my, I have something first polarizing that's floating around my. I have something polarizing, or might anger people, or make me. I want to. Well, so you I wanna, just lied. Oh, big wanna, surprise! So, well, so you got tons to talk about. You just no, restraining well, yourself. No, I was nervous because uh, I was hanging around with a friend, and this a friend in champagne. No, not in Champagne. <laughs> I don't have friends in Champagne. Even Devin doesn't live in Champagne. No, Bill and Deb, well, my neighbors. Bill and Deb. Well, Bill and Deb. They're in their yeah, 70s, and they that. are, you know. I love it when Bill come over, and we'll start talking, and he'll start going a hair to the right politically and <laughs> and a little bit harsh. Or not harsh, the sweetest, nicest, but a little bit, like, frustrated with neighbors. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I just, I just listen. It's That's like funny. a real-life... Uh, What's the app that, the, about your neighborhood? Uh, next door or something? Next door, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like in real life. I love them. They're awesome. They're like, they are two Christians, and his wife, she cusses, and it's so funny, and talks oh, yeah. so much. And so then, cool. uh, and he's just like always the most helpful person. He'll do anything for anybody, literally. Like mm-hmm. anything. And he's, he's, you know, those older men, they're just really good at like everything. It just is yeah. one of those people. It's weird. It's just always... Good at something. If you ask him something, he's going to go, Yeah, well, this is probably what you should do. And you're like, How do you even know that? You know? But yeah, anyway, cool. all right, here's the polarizing question I have. And, and so this will be fu- fun. If what I say to y'all, y'all think we shouldn't talk about, then the audience listening right now, we're just going to skip to something else. Us just uh, <laughs> laughing really hard and they won't know what we talked okay. about. Okay. Deal? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Give it a shot. If it's so thinking- extreme. I, it's not we'll skip straight to laugh. No, it's, it's probably obnoxious, laughter. and people uh, call me a uh, 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 Rogan boy or something. Yeah. Um, I was hanging out with a friend, and that friend said that uh, somebody said the word retarded, and they said it. They said, "Yeah, I say retarded all the time." So I just never stopped. And I know that that word can be. You know, it's, the, it's most people said the R word now, right? I said mm-hmm. the word retarded my whole life, and I do not. Think about people. I think when people get mad at you for saying that word, they are their first thought in their mind is people like with Down syndrome. That is not the first thought or ever the thought. I never think of that. That has never really crossed my mind. Like I do I do not think of a person with like Down syndrome being slow or uh annoying or uh cumbersome or anything like that. I think they're amazing. Right. I th- I'm like I worked with uh folks with down syndrome and some other mental uh, disabilities in high school. And it changed my whole world. Cause honestly, I was always actually scared of them. Like I was actually nervous around people with down syndrome. Cause I did not know. And then I started working with them. And then uh, Joel, uh, Joel deal was in the band. And for some reason he just attached himself to me. He would sit by me. And whenever he was sad or cry, he would come want my hug for me. I was like, my whole life changed because I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so amazing. And, uh, but, but so I was thinking about the world of, the words we can say and the words we can't say. And I do understand that there uh, is some weight to this word. You know what I mean? Like, especially if you're a parent of, you know, uh, of a, of a child, uh, possibly with mental disabilities. But I was thinking if, if everybody these days can say what words mean, like if you can refer to yourself as a, they, then am I, what is it? What's wrong with me referring to Matt as retarded? 
You know what I mean? Like Matt, you know, Matt just did something goofy or spilled his water all over. I was like, okay, you know, I, I'm I'm not saying I'm going to say that more. I have refrained from saying it for for a while now because I was like, well, you know, some people talked about it when we said it on the podcast, or whatever. Some people hurt their feelings, and I'm like, well, if a if a person that I know is asking me, then okay. But I'm really asking, is it that because I don't mean? But do I get to say that word is what it means to me? And like if. I'm okay with people calling themselves they, them, Z's, or whatever they, whatever you want to call yourself. I'm most likely just going to call you by your name because I can't deal with all the differences. I, I, my brain can't keep up with it. But I'm I'm fine respecting you and what you want to be called and trying to do my best for that. You know what I mean? But if I want to say a word, you know, and then and I want to stay on this word. We can go to other words, obviously that have way more connotation, way harsher, and all this stuff. But I'm just I'm just wondering as a question, as a thought. Are you allowed to choose all words meaning for yourself? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think the the background on it to get sit down to it is to say from the way I look at it, I'm a languagey person. I'm always pretty. uh, Yeah. I'm a languagey person. That's a good way to say (laughs) that. And I know that saying languagey person is part of exactly the way I want to use the language. So I believe in breaking and having no respect for the rules of language. I believe in communication. And so I'm a person who's often frustrated by word meanings being, you know, twisted. I'm glad that it evolves. I believe in the evolution of language, but the rulemaking that when you, there's a pendulum swing that goes back and forth from, language being more and more flexible and morphing, which is good, and it being more and more policed and r- more rules imposed. And it's not a surprise which camp I'm in. I'm in the communication, the knowing what each other means when we say camp. Yeah. And so if I go all the way down to my kids, I'm really, you know, uh, strong on the policy that they're allowed. There are no bad words. I do not ever, yeah. I do not, let my kids think Same. that there are any bad words, not even any. I just can't go there and I can't pretend like there are bad words to them in order to something. So, you know, we've already been through oh, the oh, part can, where before you, before you go, I don't, I'm not trying to interrupt you. I want to a- ask you a question to add to that. Do you think you're influenced by that from your Christian upbringing where things were said, this is bad. Now you're like, Oh, I, like, I don't even want to tell my kids a lot of stuff is bad, not just words. Yeah, right. Like, well, yeah, because right. I, I was growing up with everything's bad. Movie going right. to the movies was bad, right? You know, I mean, it was actually a, like considered a sin. So, it, yeah, jewelry definitely. was bad the way I grew up. Yeah, I mean, I came from a restrictive culture that values knowing <laughs> right and wrong and respect for your elders and whatever they say. It's like, even if you think it's bullshit, you have to no. what it's like that is too unfair to do to a child i just won't i don't teach them to respect their elders i, I mean I, I know i'm crazy i just yeah. can't make myself do that to them because then they'll be confused and i just right. can't i just can't do it so um so they're allowed to say any word that they want and then the only way i can deal with that is to know that it's going to be bumpy early and that they're going to get good at using language and discretion but it's if they're bumpy and use the f word when they're three around people okay i'm going to deal with that and then eventually yeah. they're going to know when to say it and when not and they have to figure that out that just they have to figure that out and the only guidance i give them is that Anything you can say, I hate you, and that's not a bad hate isn't a bad word. But if you use a word to hurt somebody, that's always bad. 
anywhere. Yeah, if you use the word to hurt, then right. it is then bad. That's the always is, bad. Like just I like mean, a weapon. I mean, a hammer's right. great. You use it to hurt somebody. It's bad. And I wouldn't even say always bad there because sometimes you should just cuss somebody out. I, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. if somebody you should fight somebody and punch right. them in the face. But we don't hit and we don't use words to hurt people with that right. intent unless there's a you really need to, in which case fucking go for it. You know. Yeah. You know, so I so that's that's a very open context that most people are uncomfortable with. If you need more rules, then you can start start naming words that to never say, to almost never say or to never say. You can do that, but that's going to always be at odds with the micro shifts in culture. Which this word's okay now, this point of view is okay now, now it's not, and you can feel it swinging back and forth, even on words. You just like you can feel right. it big time. Like to say the a you know gay slur is bad or worse but not as bad as it used to be how can it go back and forth like that that's so interesting yeah. to me so i'm not judging it. i'm just saying it does change if you use a certain word in 1975 and 1996 and 2003 yeah. or 2021 always different different yeah. different every right. year what the word means like feels like impact right. it has is received and there's no way out of that other than to yeah make your decisions on how you communicate. Like that's the broadest way to say it on this particular podcast. I've used, I've said retarded for sure. And I don't really cringe when people say that word. I I think it's a usable word in many contexts. Now, if they were talking to a person, for example, with many inappropriate uses of it, what in the hell are you doing? This is terrible. No, 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 no. And but sensitivity now, to others say, is, is key. Are you saying there's I mean, a weight to these words? Like like you would say retarded, you wouldn't say the F word. I don't even want to say it now because I just don't even want a clip of it. But you know what I mean? Like, like or obviously the N word, you wouldn't right. say. Right. I mean, I, you know, like you know I mean? I, I've said all those words many times in my life. And some of them I don't say right now in almost any or any context. Right. But maybe I will in the future. If it seems okay to me, then I will. And dep- yeah. It'll be context dependent. There's lots of things I don't say at funerals. Or right. in the bedroom, or I do say only in the, you know what I mean? Like it's words, it just depends on the context and the meaning and the communication. It'll never be about the did the alphabetic spelling of X, Y, or Z. That's never going to be anything or the, what the rules are or what the dictionary says. We're beyond, when we live our lives, it is beyond that. We're in a living yeah. context with a living <laughs> language expressing our thoughts the best we can and the words are never sufficient they're just the best tool we have one of the best they're not maybe not even the best maybe your body language is a better tool than the words maybe your body language matters more than the the letters in the word that you say or what you abbreviate i mean that's ridiculous i saw a clip the other day of uh What's his name? Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, when he did, mm-hmm. I guess it was maybe his last movie. And he went to some Texas town and he calls it, he's dressed as just a normal white guy or something like that. You know, he look, doesn't look like Sasha Baron Cohen at all. And he's standing in front of this small group, he calls this this small town in, I think it's Texas. I might be butchering this, but um, and he, the whole bit he's doing is he's standing in front of them saying, uh, besides somewhere in like Saudi Arabia, this town now is going to have the largest mosque in the world. And it's all right. This, Texas, they're they're like, no. He's like, it's going to be amazing. You're going to love. They're like, we. It is not going to be amazing. They 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 start saying they are not welcome here. And one guy even goes so far as says the black people are lucky to live here. He says that like that they are able to live here. We're not going any farther than that. And I was like, <laughs> this is the example to me of why freedom of speech works. You now know that guy. You know what I mean? Like you do know him. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, She's free if to you, show if you, you see who is. A, a, an eight-year-old white girl rapping to Tupac and she says the N-word, that's not the same. It, it isn't right. the same. She's copying somebody that she finds like is a musical influence and is awesome. It's not the same. Now we can debate should white people say in songs and, and I've long like, I mean, I, I do worry about my kids because my kids love rap music so much and they hear the N-word only. From black people. That's the only place they hear it. But some of those black people are their heroes. Musically and influentially, like style-wise, everything. So I do worry, you know, they don't say it and they know not to. And But uh, and but to me, I like the idea of everybody being able to say everything they want and then you know them. Because if they're not saying it, you don't know what that person's thinking. Just because they're not saying the N-word in front of you doesn't mean they don't say it or think it or anything. Like, so wouldn't you rather know who they are? Like, you know who that guy is now in that town. That guy yeah. is is a racist. He doesn't like people of different color skin. And you know, hey, avoid him or what you know what I mean? Like, you know something. Like that what I feel like when you say just don't do something, there's not enough context for people to really understand. And you just start, like you said, like I tell my kids all the time, I said, listen, there aren't any bad words. I'm okay with y'all saying anything, but Right now, I don't really want to hear y'all saying. I don't want. That's what it says. I don't want to hear that. That's not. I don't want to hear that. And if anybody says they don't want to hear something, you should not say it to in around them. I respect that. Like if you say, "I really hate the word moist," unless I'm really trying to fuck with you, I'm not. I just I would not say it then. Right. So a lot of people are grossed out. Don't say retarded. Don't say that. I'm not going to say it around you. Right. And so you know. Yeah. So and so you know, it's harder when you're on. It doing public media, then right, you had to decide because, right. of course, you can find people really don't like lots of things to say, they cannot listen, whatever. So, you can try to have a general respect overall. But the principle to me what, that I live by is that I try as hard as I can to say as much of what I would say anywhere to anyone in any context. And of course, at funerals, I don't really get to be my full self, right? right. On this podcast, mm-hmm. there's some stuff I We'll say when we turn the record off, but the closer I can get to is not different, whether right. not the thing's running or live, that makes me feel better. So I want to be the least different publicly than privately. That's my one of my strongest principles. So, you know, because otherwise I just can't. I just can't really operate in that other kind of way where you have a this self and a that self. I just don't like it. So yeah. I'm push myself to say things that might even be offensive. Because I prefer that other people treat me that way. It's a golden rule situation for me. Please don't restrict your speech in front of me. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Yeah. So right. I that is the principle that I stand on with the words that I use. I've used a lot of bad words that are wrong. I've heard a lot of people with a lot of words in a lot of ways. Most of them not cuss words or slurs, just ways that I've talked to people. I've hurt many people with that. Yeah. So well, that's more of the way I think about it. And going back to the original, like, retarded, I mean, it's that is a word that has actually morphed into something else. Right, right. Like it, Like, that is a word... That I think since our childhood, I mean, when you, when you're a kid and we were learn, hearing those words and stuff like that, and you'd call someone that, maybe it was a little bit more intent on that purpose or whatever, and then you begin to it it, it begins to take a different shape, and so as we've gotten older, like you said, I mean, I never ever think about anyone with a mental disability when I say that or when I and making a joke to one one of you guys or calling you right. guys because 
now I looked it up and and also it's used in music. You know, yeah, I mean, it, it, the meaning I, that's useful about it, too slow, like slow, it's like yeah, slow. But e- even it. if you're talking about a person <laughs> like idiot, mongoloid, right. stupid, like all these things are like medical diagnoses at some point, and then they become slurs like right, moron, right. retarded. These are all in the same category to me. At some point they go, yes. oh, he's technically a moron. We have him, his name. And then the category in the spreadsheet is right. moron. And that's how we're going to sort yeah, right. him at mongoloid. school. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, they, that's, that's, <laughs> how, that's how they, not me, that's how people are classified and sorted and labeled. Right. I'm not for that. But right. if you're, but these, so, but I use the word idiot for people sometimes as a, as an insult. And this one's more sensitive, but only, but I don't really, I mean, it's not that I like getting to use it as an insult. Yeah. Use but, on your, your son, but that's it. Bad. Oh yeah. yeah I mean, but <laughs> idiot, moron, everything. Yeah. And, but it's, mon- yeah, I mean, <laughs> you should see some of the shit he does. You, it, it's, it's insane. It is. Um, it is. But, um, Boys it's, do stupid shit. <laughs> but you're right. But stupid even stupid shit. is a harsh, some people are drawing the line like you can't use that as, and it's like, well, but we're playing some weird right. game at that point. But retarded is, is a way, I mean, it was something that it, it does describe slowness in some area. And it's not crazy to say the area that I'm slow in, I'm retarded in that area. Well, there are narrow also, aspects yeah. like, of me like where said, I am it, slow. They use I the word am slow at music. X, Y, and Z. I'm fast yeah. at some things. Yeah. Right. But I mean, also, literally to my men, mental handicaps of each and individual, people have delays. Some people are slower to get to the reading or the thing or social. Right. It's like there's things that you are slower at. And okay, I won't use that word because it's too associated with the thing. But it is at some point a useful description of mental slowness. Yeah. It's right. not that right. crazy. No, but no, okay, no, it's no. fine to not use. And once it, you know, moron is no longer a useful descriptor. It's just an insult. So, retarded is probably headed that way. Yeah, I mean, so, it's but it's also a momentary adjective. Like if Dave, you know, does something ridiculous on tour, I'll say, well, that was retarded. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> like it's that thing he did. It's not right. It's, and Dave and knows it, you're busting his balls, and and it's, it's some, yeah. Like in here, it says is an adjective in the same way used for something very foolish or stupid. So someone who does something foolish or stupid, you refer to that right. thing, that action as retarded. So Right, but somebody who has a Down syndrome child will then say, yeah, but that is often used to as an insult yes. to my child. I've heard mean people in public call my child that. And you yes. go, well, I, I, that, you know, that, so that's, so they're saying, so I think it's never okay to use that word. That's sure. what they will then say. And you go, well, I would not use that word around you would be then maybe all you could say. It's like, and of course I don't, I'm not trying to enter. I'm not labeling your child that way. I'm not saying down syndrome equals this, but I, you know, I'm using that word and I understand the difference or maybe I'm not using the word. I won't use it around you. I understand your point of view, but that's the point of view of many people. It's like, yeah, but that word has been used for so much harm to people like my son. And you go, okay. No, I agree. You have to figure out what you do. I mean, I could, you could say the same thing for the word fat. I mean, you definitely can. You know what I mean? So like it's my the kids, same. they'll say, you know, they don't ever call anybody fat, but they'll say something like they're playing uh, Roblox or something. They'll say something about, oh, that, look at that fat thing over there, that fat guy or whatever. And I don't ever say that's bad, don't, but if they've ever said it, I say, well, you don't call people that. You never call someone fat it to around them or anything like that. That's just a little disrespectful and not very nice, but it's, just, but in it's the likely way, to cause problems, if you do it, you're better off right, to right. not so, do it, but it has a meaning. It's just, you, you know, it's, 
you know, you don't need to reference that, you know, so it's just, it's a similar thing to me. And I know, you know, retarded is more of a sensitive topic because of what it has generally related to. But I, again, I'm, and I would never, of course, we, we all know this. And there's a lot of people probably listening to this. No one calls them. Nobody does. That's not people do to be mean on purpose. Yes. That's what I'm saying. The only time you would say it towards a person like I, I think of them a person with down syndrome and, and I don't, you know, and that's what I was right. even saying. Like, like, for example, um, you know, like a lot of people get, what do you mean by those people or that, but now we're using the word they to describe people, you know what I mean? Or them or they, or whatever, you know, whatever it might be, whatever word. And so what I'm thinking is at first I go, my first initial thought, um, and you can just say it's cause I'm a, uh, white male privileged, all that stuff. My first thought is, oh man, I got to think about somebody's pronouns. It, like it feels exhausting. I, I'm just going to be, I'm just being honest right now. I don't think about anybody's pronouns. I don't care wh- who you are. Do not want to think about your pronouns. I don't give a shit and I'm not going to give a shit. Now, if we become friends and you're like, Hey, you know, actually I want, I want to be called this. Okay. I know, I know you, you're in my circle and that's, but you know, I don't, you know, but the, the idea there is somebody can say this word means this to me and this is what I want. And I, I can, re- I can respect that yeah. and I can understand it. And that part isn't exhausting if I understand why, okay, this is, you know, I, I don't feel like a she or a he or, a, you know, whatever you want to, you know, whatever word you don't feel like you are. Um, but I was just thinking about it. I was like, I wonder how this is going to play out because you do see that, I really believe a huge problem, and I think this is a uh, one one of the factors with depression is that people are really hidden and they can't say what they actually believe. Like so that they might use depression or alcoholism or something to escape the thing that they're trying to just not face in some way. Like because yeah. it's hard to not be authentic. Like we we think that it's it's uh, it's hard to be authentic. I think it's actually really hard not to be authentic. I think when you can't fully be yourself and feel accepted, then I think you it really fucks you up. I th- I actually think that you you everybody has a super longing to live authentically, and it's really hard to. And I know that from my own experience. I, I mean, I, I would even say I didn't even realize it. Maybe even my own marriage. Not that I was crazy hidden, but I don't think I was my full self in my marriage. And I think that that led to to some aspect of our divorce. Like, not that I was necessarily even realizing how that I was hiding myself, but I was less funny or shared less or didn't speak up for myself or didn't say, Hey, this is actually, you know, um, well, there's two sides to every story, but I, I do think that there's something there with like, like, for example, uh, Lunsford sent it in the text thread the other day about, uh, Shane Gillis is going to host Saturday Night Live. And he got fired from Saturday Night Live, and now he's hosting it. And nobody on that show right now, currently, has hosted it. He's hosting it, and it's and he he said uh, he did he was making some joke. I think it was a a joke about Asians. Maybe he might have used an Asian slur. I'm not. I can't exactly even remember why he got fired. I don't even it was remember something like that. But, yeah, on but, some you know, just random. But early him podcast, and other comedians yeah. are using the, like the word retard. They're making fun of each other. They're making jokes uh, that are potentially crossing the line racially or whatever. And so many people are really enjoying it. 
Now that right. doesn't and mean that's not uh, evidence of racism uh, as much as uh, expression that is. That's what I'm that. saying. But it, right. you can and, twist it. But there's a but like, there's like you can and, feel it shift back and forth in a subtle yeah. ways. What's the Andrew? What's the other comedian? Um, oh, the San, Schultz, uh, Santino, Schultz. Andrew Schultz. Santino. Yeah, Andrew Schultz uh, and Santino. They they walked that line, and I just saw mm-hmm. Andrew Schultz was in like China or Japan and making jokes at Asians' expense, and they were. Dying laughing. They thought it was the yeah. funniest thing in the world. And you, and this is the other thing. The thing that we can't do is go, oh, no, these people can't handle this. Right. We got to baby yes. them. That's, that's so much worse. That's, that's really bad. Yeah, Have you ever seen a baby when you when you do that and go, oh, right. no, I'm so sorry. And they start crying because they think yeah. I should be hurt. Like, yeah. don't make people weak. Don't that's tell the one them they're weak that, because that's of the them. one that rhymes with you can't drink in public because it's fine with me. But what if somebody else that the thing where it's like I'm mediating for somebody yes. else that's unnamed in the situation? Oh my yeah. gosh! Right. Like if it's like yeah. this has hurt me and my family or by, okay, well I'm li- that's super easy for me to internalize. Like oh, yeah. I see what you are saying. Right. But when right. somebody says, "Oh, you can't do this because there's these other people that it's bad too," and I'm the one telling you what not to do because of something that just is vague, that yeah. is, you know, and I mean the people that do that the most, of course, <laughs> you know, are parents, like in general, like that right. overprotective parent thing. But we know that's bad for people. We know that is bad for people to so be so bad, you know. And so the groups that are actually marginalized are often marginalized by that behavior of being sidelined. So, like, if you, I think there's something really really notable about the amount of people that have mental differences that are on TikTok directly because they can use TikTok and they can be there and nobody can tell them you can't watch this channel and you don't know if the person watching the channel is hating the person, making fun of them, gratified by putting them down in their own mind, leaving negative comments or really likes this special person that's doing something really cool you don't get to judge that engagement or protect them and that to me is a huge breakthrough for people with mental differences that that they have technology that lets them decide where they want to put themselves i love that i love oh yeah i agree and the thing with with the comedy and and everything and the expression of that like that to me is so awesome because I feel like, you know, we have mixed, you know, racism and like, um, you know, like special things about races together. Like, I, I really yeah, do thing. believe yeah, that thing. they're that each race has all these different unique things about them that are incredibly awesome. Like, I really, really believe that. And I yeah. always have like. Every culture has these things about them that are cool, funny, quirky, right. weird, or, you know, it's like all these things. And we have got this huge bucket of racism and just dumped everything in it. And right. I'm like, that's not all like it to me. It just feels like, why are we covering up all these cool, unique things about people? Well, there's certainly some harms done, but it's the same with people's unique mental configurations. It's like, wow, there's so many cool and unique and bad and good things about these unique mental configurations. And then the the general safetyism point of view is we better not even know about any of it. You better not celebrate it it or dislike it. You better just put it away and put it out of mind, out of sight and put it distance from me because they can't handle it. Right. The people, the people that have the safetyism, the hall monitors, the people, they know they can't handle it. Right. So they need yeah, that, distance. It from just it. tiptoes around everything and it makes right. everything more fragile. And it's just not that fragile. And yeah. one of my favorite videos I've seen over the past, like, you know, six months or whatever, was there was um, 
I don't know, just some random guy or whatever. And he was dressing up in Mexican attire, like real, you know, formal kind of Mexican, whatever it was, like almost mariachi style, whatever. And he went to a bunch of different um, like college students in, in America. And he was like, is this offensive to you? Because he was a white guy or whatever. Um, and they were like, yes, it's offensive because you're, you know, whatever about the Mexican people. people you're, yes. All these people yeah. in colleges and maybe it wasn't all white, but whoever it was, it was American college students. And then he went to Mexico with all these Mexican people, like middle, you know, young to middle-aged Mexican people. And they were like, no, you look great. <laughs> there was no, they weren't, it, there was no reason to be upset. The guy yeah. just had on some really cool clothes from Mexican culture. And he was just celebrating that. And he was just trying to show something and nobody in Mexico was mad about it. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Same way with the, you know, Asian culture telling jokes about whatever it is. Of course you can be mean. Of course you can yeah. take it, take all those things, you know, for granted. And, and, but I think people are smart enough to know when someone is intentionally trying to hurt someone and someone who's not, and we just make it all super sensitive. And that just, that's really taken a lot of a certain amount of people. Do you, how many people do you think that really is that are on that side of what I call the people, the people that like to be named hall monitor, like you're late. You're like that, whatever that, those are the people that call like the personality that likes to police others. That isn't 50% of people. No, no, it's not 50%. It it might. Do you think it's 10%? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's probably 10%. They set the tone though, because most people aren't going to challenge the people. I mean, like it's more effective than its representation is. So yeah. and, they, and and that uh, his name's escaping me right now, but the book that I read um, is talking about if you say something negative, it it is ten times more memorable and and effective on your psyche and thought process and how you live your life as opposed to something positive. Then That's that makes five like percent my estimate. It's not fifty. It feels like fifty. Like half the people think not, and half yeah. the okay, here we are. No, it's probably five percent having ten times effectiveness. Saying right. naked, like harassing, right. safetyism, hall monitoring, tattletailing, ratting, all that kind mm-hmm. of crap. That's probably five percent of people with a lot of control. Guess what they love? And, and honestly, that's just some kind of you have to live in some kind of fear uh, constantly with that. Like that. That I mean, uh, we've said this on the podcast before, but it, us three guys, us three white men, grew up in a very unique time, and I feel lucky to honestly. Where by the time I was you know, seven, eight years old, and so many of my heroes were black. You know what I mean? My dad, my mm-hmm. own father didn't grow up during that time. You know, and of course my grandfather didn't. They were they lived in a time of definitely segregation and separation and all that stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh. You know, I mean, uh, like that the idea that like Michael Jordan or Mike Tyson or, or you know, like the most hero, like Mike Tyson was everything to me. He was the most scariest, baddest man on the planet, and he was the coolest person ever. The way he dressed, his, even his ring, the way he dressed in the ring. You know what I mean? Like the, the all oh, black, yeah. the black shoes. I mean, he was such a badass. And and so it's interesting. Like I, Then I was told that somehow, uh, you know, maybe I was appropriating that or I don't understand. And I don't understand. I don't understand all the different cultures. I don't know if people understand mine either. And, and, and I'm not we're not given a, a pass on racism or, you know, not understanding or, or doing 
things inappropriately in history. Of course, a lot of bad shit happened. Like the worst shit. I get it. Yeah. But and, and I, I, we might have even lost the topic here a little bit. But I think for me, the thing that I've been realizing is I, I just I hate it that we are trying to make people like they can't handle stuff. Right. They, they, they are weak. Oh, no, if you can't. They're not going to be able to do this, this or this or that. And like, hmm. I don't, I don't do that with my kids. And I don't know why any, I don't want anybody to treat me that way either. Like right. I right. should be challenged. That's the only way you grow. You you know, that's the only way you build muscle is you have to, you know, challenge the muscle and make it get a little stronger each day or whatever like that. Right. And, so that requires yeah. trust, but I yes. insist people yeah. not be careful around me. I don't want I that. Don't want I need you to not do that for me. Now, if I, then I had to worry about, am I, and maybe some people go, oh, but some people need more protection. And sure, yeah. but they, you have to get them in a position where they are making the determination. You can't protect them. You yeah. can't do it right. for them without their involvement and in what they, their threshold of what they want to encounter. That's my strong belief is that you can't preemptively decide for another person, a child. You can't yeah. do it for them that you have to involve them. You have to, yeah. No matter what and, your challenge is, or your race is, or your age is, you, yeah, you can't preemptively prevent somebody from encountering something if they don't want you to. If they want you to, I guess, but that's yeah. really dangerous stuff. That gap between those two of like, oh, I know what's best for even your own child. No, I mean you. You don't. You know. You might yeah. know something better than they know about something on some case, but as a general rule. Very dangerous to think you actually know what is best for your child. Now, maybe yeah. they don't know either, but you don't know. You only have yeah. some guesses and opinions, and many of them are going to be way wrong. And the way we treat stuff is like how it was in high school right now. Like it, one word or sentence or moment is your whole identity. You know what I mean? Like remember the kid in high school that one thing they did and then they were always known for that? Like they shit their pants in third period or something. And then now for the rest of their lives, they're called poop pants or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like whatever it is. Like, like, is that really the kind of people we want to be? Like that if somebody does one thing, it's their whole identity because I don't want to do that right. to anybody. Like one thing shouldn't be your whole identity. Your, your sex or gender shouldn't be your whole identity. Your uh, actions uh, back at a certain time shouldn't be your whole identity. And there should be some, some space for redemption. That just seems like the only, like that seems like the only thing and, and learning and growth and also forgiveness and what, what it might mean. Like, I, like, I think, I think that we put so much weight now on one thing, one moment and everything's so filmed or recorded or whatever that you go, well, that's what that person is completely. You're like, yeah. no, we're not. definitely wrestling with that, but it's, it may be, but you know, at first we got into the social media world and the video world and everything's recorded world. And now maybe we can play, I mean, hopefully it's not a one way thing where everything becomes forever more restrictive, but I really believe it can swing back and forth and everybody's going to make a lot of mistakes. And yeah. overall, the tendency seems to be, you have to, you will be forced into authenticity at some point because there'll be no privacy, right. like prop, like I'm ready for the no, that's what I'm saying. My ethic. It puts me in advance ready for no privacy because yeah. I'm just already working. I think of it that way. It's like if everybody knows everything, I'm going to try to just, just I had to deal with yeah. it, good or bad. And some people are playing these more and more games of how you game your public persona and whatever. So, but I yeah. think you're going to have less and less ability to hide. So you, all you can actually do is be flawed and do the best you can in the long run. So I'm and not take yourself so seriously. That. 
Like that, but it could just that, get everything gets more restrictive forever, which is it what could. I'm mo- most I, t- I tell of. my kids constantly. I'm like, listen, you not constantly, but I, t- I told them this several times. Um, you have to be able to laugh at yourself. I said, I wish somebody would have told me so much more like that, the laugh at myself. And I, I actually credit you guys like being in the band and then <clears throat> we get all get made so much fun of. You're like, wait a minute. My friends are making fun of me. I can either go, oh, this hurts and they are mean and they are terrible. Or I can go, you know what? They're cutting up, but maybe I could laugh at that that Toby too. Like it, it, I don't have to take it so seriously because then I just then it's just about me. Hey, you, I have limits that you can't cross because I need to be respected this way, this way, or this way. You know what I mean? And so I tell my kids, uh, like sometimes kids are going to make fun of you, and if you go, oh my gosh, you're right. I look, I look so dumb when I did that. Nobody can make fun of you anymore. That means you you have all the control, right. you know who you are, and you can laugh at yourself, and everybody gets to laugh with you, and then people will stop laughing at you, and they laugh with you. People do respect that. If you can if you cannot take yourself so seriously, and that everything matters so much, if everything matters, then you are going to be exhausted, and you're not going to be able to keep it up, and then that's going to lead to a lot of mental health issues, a lot of mental health issues. If you cannot be authentic, you are not going to be healthy. You're gonna be very unhealthy, man. You're authentic. If you are authentic, you're also going to be bad. That's what people can't deal with. If you are yeah, authentic, right, right. that's going well, that's to be okay. you can lots learn. of bad stuff involved in that. And right. that is the integrated. That's the integrated. Your dark you gotta sides you gotta let people are make real, mistakes. or or else mm-hmm. they're suppressed. But you ha- you can't act like there's good people and bad people. You're the bad person and you're the good person, just like yeah. everybody else. So authentic is, <laughs> includes a lot of badness on your part. Yeah. Right. So I love thinking about or, all the or people. Li- okay. I, I love thinking about all the people listening to this podcast right now. Some people are like, "Yeah," and some people are like, "Uh, uh-uh, no way." You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, like probably, like it's probably. I think that's interesting. Like, whatever the, the guys are saying this week, I'm not going with this. I, I'm, I'm not. This is not. I'm not tracking. And then some people are like, "Yeah," you know. I mean, it'll just it would be right, interesting. We'll just, we'll just cut all that off and then just laugh real hard. <laughs> so <cut laughs> forty minutes off. Of the Make podcast. a five minute podcast there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tickets on sale for Augusta, Georgia. Hadn't been there in a while, have we? Do you remember last time no. we were in Augusta? I don't know if Devin's even ever gone to been. I think oh, last time we were was with uh, uh, Wolves at the Gate. Actually, Dave wow. wasn't there. Really? Dave wasn't even there. No, Andrew Who played, played drums? Andrew played drums on that one. That's crazy. Uh, I'm Andrew gonna go play golf at Augusta there. National. Yeah, so we're going. What's the dates? It's March. Um, 14th, 14th, I think, through yeah, Thursday, whenever. March 14th in Augusta. And then yeah, we're doing uh, yeah. Augusta, Atlanta, Pensacola, Tampa. Tampa. Then we're going to have a day off after Tampa. And yeah, we're trying I'm, to decide where we're going. Devin's excited about that. Constantly trying to get us a beach house. You, I don't know why you guys are opposed to it. I didn't say I was opposed yeah, to Toby's it. Yeah, Toby's opposed to staying in a beach house. Having apparently. fun. Apparently, I'm po- not Toby's opposed, opposed to, having to a fun. beach house. I say we'll get a Super 8. Fine. No, no, no. no listen. Here's what I want. Okay. <laughs> Just hear me out. If I hear the cost of the beach house in Tampa, yeah, you, it you're hurts not me. supposed to okay, say. The I'm cost trying to tell you loud. these words okay. hurt me. How, the mu- how the much? number of the cost. So here's what I want. I know it's all you got to do. Just, just get don't. It. Just, just get don't it. tell don't, me he anything. Wanna, he can't. Just get it. Okay. Just just get the beach house. That any beach. I don't care how much I'm it not, is. I'm not going to spend. Don't know. tell me. Okay, dude. I, if if but I find out, just, we cancel it. But if I find out the cost, it's canceled. But, but I'm telling clarify, you, as long as I don't listen. find out, it could be $10,000 for one night. But so listen, as long as I don't out. find out. 
let's just clarify real quick. How much would two nights of hotel rooms be for our band and Gillespie and everything? How much? Six hundred dollars, probably. We, I thought you were spending four hundred a night on. So it depends on I was region. About three hundred, but yeah, because how many rooms? Because right. Gillespie needs four hundred, right? Yeah. So we got to hook my boy up. So, so, I mean, we're looking at $800 for two nights of hotels, regardless. Yes. And then beyond that, let's not discuss what it may and be, then, just to set the back, background. I'm just saying, just to understand the foundation. So, let's say $800, yeah. Okay. So, then. Let's just leave it we'll there. go from there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And you won't know until you get there and be like, oh, my gosh, Devin. I'm going to be so happy. best place no, I've ever thing you gotta stayed. Do, though, you got to get Gillespie's own room, and then you got to have beds for everybody. So that's well, the don't, only hey, thing. Hey, don't too. be giving me regulations. No, no, no we, can't, we can't. We pay. Got. We can't pay way more, and then no, have to sleep on a, to, a I love understand. seat. Okay. I Devin's not gonna. Devin's okay. not gonna do that. I know. That I don't you, know, Devin. I know that you are no, very no, no, concerned no. with sleeping arrangements. I get it. I know. I know. I it's can't good. wait. You're good we pull at up, it. And Devin goes, uh, "This is y'all's house. We have two. Two. That would be so awesome. I'm looking for a pool in the house." I mean, in, at the house, not indoor in. pool, door. not indoor, Got but the, the property you know who, to have I, its own pool is what oh, I'm Oh, yeah. You know who lives yeah. oh, over no there? Problem. Hulk no Hogan problem. Hogan lives man. in Clearwater, I think. What I'm no, looking for on that off Hogan. day is a, a whole day where we, we go, we, nobody leaves the property and nobody wears shirts. Yeah. Ooh, That's, I'm in. And then everything else goes. There's a pool. Nobody shirt. puts shirts Kobe's on. In. I mean, I got to wear it. We stay at the property. Shirts that looks like I'm naked. Just All right. board shorts and pool and a day and a place that's amazing. <laughs> so after Tampa and after that unforgettable off day, mm-hmm. we're going to play Orlando, West Palm yep. Beach, Ponta Vedra, Ponta Vedra, which is a Ponte which Vedra. is I think near Jacksonville, but we never played there. I don't think Birmingham, Memphis, Nashville, Des Moines. Okay, Memphis, Nashville, Nashville, into the March into run. Yeah, and then in May we're mm-hmm. doing. Midwest, which we haven't done Midwest in in oh, a long. long time. We've done songs and stories, but no yeah. full band stuff for a while. We don't hate we, the Midwest. We, it's just no. we just, just been retarded on it. Yeah, it's just slow. <laughs> it's just slow. Des Moines, St. Louis. Uh, we just announced uh, St. Paul, uh, Milwaukee. Wait, that's not right. Des Moines, St. Louis. Then it should be Columbia, Missouri, mm-hmm. which. We're playing Columbia, Missouri. Well, I don't know if it's been announced yet, but now it's announced as of this moment. But wow. sometime this week, do you remember the last time we played Columbia, Missouri? Yes. Was that when the thing broke down? Yeah the the bus broke down, and you and we I played did an acoustic. acoustic set there. I think the place is called the Bluebird. Actually, I don't know if we're playing there again. But... Bluebird or Blue Note or something like that. Blue Note, man. Yeah, Blue Note, probably. So yeah, but we'll be there, and it'll be on sale soon. Then we're doing St. Paul. Uh, mm. Which we haven't been there in a while either. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be so Milwaukee, mm-hmm. uh, Detroit, Grand Rapids, Toledo, and Cleveland. Uh, tickets on sale at emorymusic.com. Also, we have pre-show tickets mm. uh, are available beforehand. Full band acoustic performances with us and the almost Aaron. with Aaron. That's gonna be super fun. Last time it was so it fun. fun. We played. Um, some really cool, a uh, couple of really cool cover songs. And the, yeah, and the harmonies maybe even are just under so fun. Song, three three parts of harmony is so fun. Yes. Full band uh, acoustic performance, $40 tickets, and you can bring up mm-hmm. to two people. So if you got, if your, grand, if your grandpa just loves emo, screamo, you know, whatever, but it's acoustic, bring them. You got two you guest passes. You hear a few songs. 
Yeah. No matter who it is, uh, bring them on. We'll get a group pick with everybody, and you get early That's show fine. entry and yeah. Access you to can bring kids, really and then the they can pick. you can send them home. You can bring your husband yeah. and your kid, and then send them home and just do yeah, pre-show so only, yeah. and see. Or, this, yeah. Bring your boss, whoever you want. Or buy bring. buy the one VIP ticket, and then all you gotta do is buy a show ticket. That's so what I mean. So yeah, happy you if, for you, for your wife or your husband. Or I'd be so happy if, you know, if if it was like me and Megan and our kids, and she was like, you know what, Devin, just go ahead and take the kids home. And I didn't have to stay for the main show. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so exactly happy. what I would want to. Bridget, you so stay happy. for the see the whatever. Yeah, and we're done. Everybody's yes, happy. Yes, that would just be amazing. Yeah. So, and also on that tour, and now mm-hmm. we have the Weeks, Weeks In merch collection at emorymusic.com. We got some really cool throwback shirts, some new designs that are awesome. It is really, really cool. They came out great. And we're going to have some of those and a couple new ones on the tour as well. Um, but there's a few that are going to, go away after they sell out. So only a handful left of that. And we are selling the little fishbowl guy. I think he's like eight, eight inches tall, something like that. Yeah. I think. And a 3d printed version. We could, we're calling him Twee. He's cool, man. Twee. So, and we've sold a bunch of those too. And those, there's only a handful of those left. Not many left. Cause we're just doing limited drops on those. We also just announced uh, a collaboration with Sparrow Sleeps, which have you guys listened to it? Album it is so good. Yeah, it's nice. I love it. I just like to turn it on. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't have any babies right now, but I just it's, it's just really calming and nice. Probably good for studying and stuff too. But yeah, yeah. and they have those. You can stream those now any on Spotify or anywhere you stream, and also at sparrowsleeps.com. You can find uh, the baby and toddler merch, which is a really cool design as well. And then, Toby, is there a big marriage supply sale coming up? There is a big marriage supply supply sale coming up. Well, uh, as you folks know, I've been doing a lot more stuff with shipping, and I got several clients, and it's good, and I'm really enjoying it. And shipping is going well. Might even There's more even to come with that. And so I think that marriage supplies run its full life. I think it's had its full life. I've enjoyed it for like five years, five or six years. And it's awesome, but I feel like I'm not giving it as much time as I need. And so I think we're going to close the doors, but as a goodbye and a thank you to everybody, we're going to do a huge sale. And what we're going to do is we're just going to do, uh, cause it, we did this with Emory and it was really fun and we're going to do it with marriage supply. Um, we're going to do mystery boxes. So there's more to come with that. But basically, uh, right now, it's probably going to be like uh, you pay $19.99 and you get a box full of some fun stuff, some good stuff. So watch for that. Get ready to buy your stuff because it's a closeout sale and you're getting a killer deal. You're basically going to get several items for you know half off or something like that. So uh, nice. it's going to be good. So, yeah. Awesome. Also, join Emory I'm going to miss the dildos. This... I'm going to miss the cock rings. I'm going to miss the vibrators. Well, the, I mean, how could you not? I'm going to miss the penis sleeves. I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss the lingos. Th- and I mentioned this to you. If you got a couple extra C-rings over there that are you know, just taking up space, my, just uh, throw them on my, on my way, you know? Okay. Throw them on your wiener. I appreciate that. Throw that them on my wiener. Throw the, the cock ring <laughs> the ring on toss. <laughs> That would be so funny. Toby, hit me up. There has to be a porn where they they throw rings on guys' wieners like they do like a backyard game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like dude perfect. Yeah. (laughs) 
All right. Also, join Emory Land. You get the next part of this podcast extra, which is called Part Due, and we discuss all things unreal. Just you thought we were you thought terrible people in, on this yeah, yeah. podcast. You, you oh my God. just wait till you get over yeah. to Part Due. If oh my God! You really gosh. want to know what terrible people are like? If you're in Emory Land, <laughs> you know what I mean. You, you also get join. our new album as soon as it's done, which we're we're starting to work on a little bit more, think about trying to figure out what the hell we're going to do with all this new music we got. Yep. Uh, you get all these videos, live specials we've done, which I saw the little promo on our um, main webpage, and it's a good promo, too. It shows Weeks In, Question, uh, Shallow Seas, Rub Some Dirt On It, I'm Only a Man. They're just, man, they're yeah. so good. They turned out so great. They're all uh, in there as part of Emeryland. Uh, you get exclusive music, which we've got a bunch of stuff we've released in Emeryland Please and not somewhere join. else. Join. You get 20% off everything, including the pre-shows. So not only do you get $40 and two guests, you get 20% off that if you want it. Yep. Uh, songs and Stories tickets, which we just did a Songs and Stories tour. It was and it so was good, amazing. too. Amazing. It was so good. Yeah. Um, and also custom songs, which we are wrapping up the Valentine's songs now. Yeah, we're just getting them done. And we'll be doing some more at some point probably spring or summer so yeah you can get 20 percent off that emrymusic.com yeah right on all right folks we appreciate here we it go. we'll, we'll see we you want to read time. the names beforehand or is that in part two Devin talked over it oh you can't hear this can you yeah i can kinda. no it's because oh wait hold on because the <laughs> Fergie, baby. That is so funny. Remember this song? Yeah. We got to go, y'all. All right. We'll say the names next time. Okay. Or you can say them under Sam. We'll probably get bands. Stevens. Nicole Stevens. Chris. Peyton. Yeah, they love this song. That's Alyssa. why we played it. Everybody has favorite this song, song specifically Cody. to play. Braden. Mm-hmm. Thrasher. Thrasher? Noah. Yes, I know Thrasher. Elrod. No, Braden Thrasher. Braden Thrasher. Oh, my gosh. Um, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Black Eyed Peas? Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right, we'll see y'all next time. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny.